1: about business credit. I'm super excited to have a very special guest with me, Jerry Detweiler. Let me tell you all about her. She has more than 20 years of experience guiding individuals through the confusing world of credit and has earned a reputation as a reliable and independent resource on personal and small business credit. She serves as education director for NAV the first site to give business owners free personal and business credit scores and tools to build financially healthy companies. Her articles have been featured by Top Media, and she has authored five books. She's also hosted her own talk radio program. She's been interviewed by more than 3,000 news stories, and she testified before Congress on consumer credit legislation. Welcome, Jerry. Thanks for sharing part of your day. What else do you want to add to that introduction?
2: Oh, thank you so much. Well, I really am passionate about helping people get reliable information about credit because there are so many misconceptions out there, and sometimes those misconceptions can be very costly. So I, I want to help people streamline the process.
1: Oh, that's great. I'm excited about this episode. I've got some really fun questions. First of all, congratulations I'm reaching so many people through media and I didn't even list all the cool places you were on because there were quite a few, but that is awesome. So let's start with the core concept of what is a business credit report and where is the data collected to produce that report?
2: Yeah. So at least in the US we're in and Canada, England, and many other countries, we're familiar with consumer credit. And that's where someone collects information about how you pay your bills. They package that and they sell it to lenders, insurance companies, employers, and other companies that may want that information. I've been in this field for a long time now. And and it's interesting because now that I'm focused on small business, I talk to small business owners and say, hey, do you, have you seen your business credit report? And they kind of had that... Deal and the headlights look like, what is that? I don't even know what it is. So there's, in, in addition to the consumer credit reporting agencies, there are what are called commercial credit reporting agencies. And these agencies, like Dun & Bradstreet, Experian has a commercial division. and Equifax has a commercial division. They collect information about how businesses pay their bills, and then they package and sell that to lenders, vendors, and other companies that may need the information. And by the way, while a lot of what I talk about is very U.S. specific, these agencies all have presence presence in many countries all over the world. So DMB, I think, is maybe in 40 different countries. Experian is it's actually a UK-based company that purchased the American Credit Bureau, TRW, in the back in the day. So this, uh, a lot of this will be applicable in many different locations, although it may vary somewhat.
1: Oh, I didn't know they were that broad, so that's pretty cool. So for a personal credit report, people are looking at like mortgages and credit cards and things like that. What do they look for on a business credit report?
2: Well, the most important factor on a business credit report is the same factor that's important on personal credit, and that's your payment history. How have you paid the bills that you've had? The difference is that In with consumer credit, if you get a mortgage or a car loan or a student loan, it's going to report to all three of the major consumer credit reporting agencies. That's pretty standard. On the business side, it's not as standardized. So you may have uh, someone who doesn't report at all, or someone who reports to Equifax but not Experian, or vice versa. Or you may find that with certain bureaus like Dun and Bradstreet, with their Paydex score, you're going to have a lot of uh, trade accounts, which are accounts where you've gotten maybe net thirty or net 60 terms from your vendors and suppliers. That's heavily reported to DMB. So you aren't going to see the same data consistency with business credit that you do with personal credit. So the number one challenge that I see small business owners face when it comes to business credit is they say, hey, I have this business, but I don't have any business credit. How do I get started?
1: You know, I can totally relate to that because before this podcast, I was on your website and I'm like, I'm going to go see what my business credit score is because I thought that would make sense. And I only have one credit card. It's American Express, which is normally really good about reporting stuff. But I came up with no credit score when I went to your site this morning. Are there other credit cards that report more frequently or even report at all other than Amex?
2: Yeah, and Amex actually does report. It just depends on which bureau you're checking and which type of report that you may be getting. So it's again, it's it's a little bit more confusing. But I've actually written an article, Nancy, that goes into the specifics of which credit bureaus the business credit cards report to. And it's at nav.com slash business dash reports. And I list all the agencies and I mean, all the issuers and the, the agencies they report to. And we can certainly link to this if you want on your site as well. But that gives you a breakdown. So a business credit card can be a great way to start a business credit report. And many of them do report to at least one of the major commercial credit agencies. But the other way that I often recommend small business owners start building business credit is with what's called vendor accounts. And these are accounts where like Quill, Uline, Grain, these are companies that have big catalogs of all kinds of stuff that businesses buy, whether it's your Keurig cups or your trash can liners or industrial you know, supplies or uh, safety glasses. They have all kinds of you know, huge catalogs. And you can, you can get an account with them in the name of your business and they don't check personal credit and then when you start buying and paying on time on usually net 30 terms which means you have to pay within 30 days then they start reporting that to the credit bureaus and that builds another type of credit reference on your business credit report as well
1: that's a great idea one of my friends actually talks about that and i never think of quill anymore right you've got staples and office max office depot so or you're quill on amazon
2: awesome. right <laughs>
1: yeah yeah <laughs> People don't think of Quill, but he was saying that was one of the easiest places to get credit, and he also mentioned FedEx, opening up a FedEx account, because they pretty much approve you for you know, unlimited. You don't have to show a lot of great credit. Have you had good experience with FedEx?
2: Yeah, FedEx is also on our list of vendors that report and I should give you a shortcut. If you go to nav.com slash vendors, I have a list of the easy ones to get to get started with on, on your vendor financing. And one thing I want to point out is even if you're not thinking about business credit right now, even if it's not on your radar, I don't think business owners realize how business credit can impact their business in myriad ways. So for example, if you want to get into government contracting, you have to get a DUNS number, which is Dun & Bradstreet's identifier in their system. And then very often they're going to check the Dun & Bradstreet or DMB Paydex score or you, if you want to do business with the Walmarts and the uh, customer who owns an insurance agency, and he was trying to get errors and emissions insurance for his insurance agency, you know, in case of some mistake that would, you know, be costly to a client. And he was having trouble. And it turned out that they were checking his business credit and he, there was information on there from another business that was showing up on his business credit that was negative and it was preventing him from getting the insurance he needs. So it's not just about lending. It's also about... Uh, building, you know, a solid foundation for your business so that when opportunities or crises come along, you have that foundation built.
1: That is really good advice. I didn't think of it from that direction. So very cool. I know a lot of businesses experience up and down, especially in the early years when they're trying to get off the ground. If one of our listeners is struggling with poor payment history and they want to rebuild their credit, do you have some tips how they can do that? I'm talking about business, not personal or consumer.
2: Sure, sure. So cash flow is obviously the the number one challenge for many businesses. You may be earning great sales and revenue, but if you don't get paid quickly enough that you can actually pay your, your, your bills, then you're going to end up with late payments and that's going to spill over to your credit. So one thing I do recommend business owners think about early on is establishing some sort of easy, quick financing for things when a client pays late or an emergency expense comes up or an opportunity comes up. I, I was on a webinar with accountants and one of the women reached out to me afterwards and she said, well, on the side, I sell Pandora jewelry on eBay. And she said, a local jeweler is liquidating and i can get all this jewelry really really cheap but i need to get some credit fast so i can buy this jewelry and then resell it and she knew she would make a profit she just had to get her hands on the capital to invest in that so all those kinds of things come up so one thing you can think about and that's the step that you've taken nancy which is getting a business credit card a lot of business owners i speak with think that a business credit card requires your business to have x amount of revenues or you have to be in business for a couple of years. But the truth is most small business credit cards make the decision based on the owner's personal credit. And then they'll look at income from all sources. So it could be income from your day job. It could be your spouse has income and would help out if you ran into a cash crunch. But then you have this line of credit that's available to start getting you through you know, the the ups and downs, the cash flow cycles that inevitably come along with any business. So that's one thing I would encourage a business owner to think about is having some kind of credit accessible for those times when you will end up needing to tap it. The other thing I would say is that business credit is, in some ways, it's harder and in some ways it's almost easier than consumer credit because I find that many businesses are just proactive about getting a few vendor accounts, getting a business credit card, and they start paying those on time going forward, they usually see some pretty good success. Most of the business credit scores are really looking heavily at the past two years of payment history. And so if you can really get on track for 24 months and pay those bills on time, then you're probably going to see some really, um, some really solid results from your business credit building efforts.
1: So are some of these resources on your website, I know I was able to do both a personal consumer and um, a business credit. What else is on the NAV site that would be of interest to the listeners?
2: Yeah. So in addition to all that information, so what happens when you come to NAV, if you sign up for a free account, and this is currently US only. So if you sign up for a free account, you're going to see your personal and business credit in one dashboard. And if you don't have business credit yet, we have a free tool called Business Launcher that's going to walk you through the steps of how to build business credit. And then we'll send you alerts so if things change, you'll understand that. And then we have a variety of resources. So for example, the vendor list that we just talked about or the credit card list, those are all on the NAV website and NAV blog as well. So we really want to, then ultimately the goal is not just to have good credit and feel good about having good credit, which is, you know, it's a goal in and of itself. But the ultimate goal is to position the small business so they're able to get better financing when they need it. So that's our ultimate goal. And we're not a lender. We're a marketplace. We work with over 40 different lenders around the country and we help business owners understand based on their own data, which uh, types of financing and which lenders they're more qualified for now and which ones they might be able to qualify for in the future if they take some steps to, to improve their financial profile.
1: So what's the mission of NAV if you're not a lender?
2: Our mission is to reduce the death rate of small business, and we do that by helping uh, businesses build financially healthy companies. So as and a market
1: the death rate or the depth? The death, death rate. We
2: want to reduce the death rate of small businesses. We want to help them succeed. And I'll give you a quick story. I was co-founded by Levi King, and he started his first business, Sign Manufacturing, in his early 20s in Idaho. He was raised on a farm where he was taught, credit is bad. I'll never use credit. And he really, really, like so many businesses, struggled with cash flow. And he'd get these orders to build these big signs. And he'd have to lay out money for concrete and plastic. And labor and you have to manufacture and install them and then he'd have to chase his clients for payment and once he learned how credit could help him through that process he said that it just literally changed his business so as an example he said when he learned that he could get some of those supplies the concrete steel etc on net 30 net 60 net 90 terms so he didn't have to pay for it up front then he could build a sign, install the sign, get paid by his client, and then pay for those supplies. And that alone was a huge eye opener. So he's been really passionate for his entire career about helping small business owners find affordable financing, not get ripped off and get trapped in bad financing so they can grow their business and be successful.
1: That's wonderful. That's really cool because. I think people go into business thinking it's going to be easier than it really is. I know I came from the big five corporate world, and it took a while to to get up and running. And I had a lot of tools. I can't even imagine people trying to get started with lack of experience. So thank you for offering that resource. To small yeah. Businesses.
2: It really is stressful. I was self-employed for myself for 15 years as a consultant and freelance writer, and you know, I, it's it felt like the bigger the client, the longer they took to pay, so sometimes I felt like I was just spending a lot of uh, time chasing payment for work I would already done and completed an invoice for, and that can be frustrating. That was time, of course, that could have been spent prospecting for more business or writing or creating new products. So yes, I think that's one thing. You do. Most of us get into small business because we have a passion for the product or the service that we want to offer to the world, but we don't. most of us don't have a strong financial background and we're not really thrilled about spending our evenings and weekends trying to catch, catch up on our bookkeeping and, <laughs> and figuring out where to get financing.
1: Yeah, it's exhausting tracking people down for payments, for sure. But before we ask about your show and your books, tell us a little bit about Congress. Was that cool, like testifying? And was it scary?
2: Oh, it was terrifying. Yes, uh, I, it was. And so that was that was a while ago. That was legislation in the in the old days when I started in this field. If you wanted a credit card, you would actually have to um, get the credit card and then they would tell you what the interest rate was when you got the card in the mail. You didn't. You didn't find out ahead of time. And so that was the legislation that's often referred to as the Schumer box. Chuck Schumer was in the House of Representatives then, and he spearheaded it. And it's the box that you see that lays out the interest rate, the annual fee, and the additional fees that there are on a credit card. And so I got to testify on that legislation, and it was super exciting, super nerve-wracking, but um, hey, what a great experience.
1: No kidding. So do they track you down or did you say I'm an expert in this and I need to be on your expert witness stand?
2: Well, my yeah, my first, my first um, job in this field was with a consumer advocacy group, so that was a time when there was a lot going on in terms of, uh, for the first time, showing consumers free credit reports on the consumer side. They, we don't have that right on the business side, by the way, so we have the right to get free credit reports once a year on the consumer side. There's no federal legislation that regulates business credit reports, and so anyone can check your business credit. So there was just a lot going on, and I was with a consumer group that that was our focus was credit, and so... As a, as a result of that work, I, I had those opportunities.
1: That's really cool. And was it a, a regular courtroom like you would if you got called to jury duty, or was it much grander?
2: Um, the, the room that we were in, I think it was the House Financial Services Subcommittee. So it's, yeah, it felt like a grand room. And of course, you're sitting there with all these, you know, these congressmen and women in front of you. And it's pretty It's pretty intimidating, but also, you know, pretty, it's pretty cool. My heart lies in advocacy, the idea that if we bring these issues to light, we can make a change for the better. And I'll tell you real quick, the most exciting thing that, uh, that we've been involved with at NAV on the advocacy side recently is in California, they passed the first Truth in Lending Act for Small Businesses. So right now, if you shop for a small business credit, they don't have to tell you an APR, an annual percentage rate. They can, they can describe the cost in many different ways, and it can be extremely confusing. There was a story in Forbes about a hair salon owner. She went to get financing. They, the, her term sheet said 15%. So in her head, she's thinking a 15% APR, which is naturally what we think of as consumers. And it was run through a calculator that translated it to an APR, and we'll guess Nancy what the APR was. 40. It was 4000%.
1: Oh no, so it must have been per month not per year, right? Yeah,
2: it was it was you know, it can be so convoluted sometimes. So oh, business wow. owners can get trapped. So California just passed this law. It's it hasn't been impl- It's in the implementation phase, but it's going to require a clear disclosure of the cost of small business financing. So we're super excited about that. And Nav, we supported it because we think it's right for the small business owner. But in the meantime, just on the Nav site, you don't need a Nav account. You can go to Nav.com forward slash calculator, and we have free calculators there. They don't collect any personal information. And all they'll do is let you translate the cost of the financing that you're looking at into an APR so you can shop around and make sure you understand what you're getting into. I find that often. Yeah. And I find that often a small business owner will look at the cost of a financing that's presented and they'll think, oh, that doesn't look too bad. They might see a dollar amount. They might see it expressed, like you said, monthly. uh, But then they don't realize that, hey, their business credit card even at 18% is half as cheap as what they're looking at because they they haven't been able to compare it as an APR. So hopefully that will be a useful tool for your listeners. And this could be used anywhere. It's not necessarily specific to the U.S.
1: That is really cool. Well, now's the time. Tell us about your five books, your radio show. Where can people find these? Are you still doing the show?
2: Um, I'm not doing the show these days, no. So that's that's uh, that's on hold for the moment. I've got my, my plate full at NAV. But I work at NAV full-time now. And my latest book was Finance Your Own Business, Get on the Financing Fast Track. And that book is available on Amazon. And then um, I, at NAV, I'm writing all the time presenting webinars, trying to bring more educational resources to our customers. So if you come to NAV or go to the NAV blog, nav.com slash blog, you'll, uh, you'll find tools and tips for building a, um, a financially healthy company.
1: Very cool. I like when people get their time back. I think that's really important to me. So here's the signature question. Are you ready? Yes. If you had one more hour in your day, Jerry, so 25 hours every day, how would you spend that
2: extra hour? I would spend that extra hour exercising. <laughs> I think that would give me more time if I had more, more exercise in my life. <laughs> do you
1: exercise now?
2: I do, I do, but not as consistently as I would like to. So, yeah, I, w- I, think, that, I think that's just a, an overall good habit.
1: For people who would like to work more closely with you, I know you gave out the NAV website. Are there any other sites or tools you want to give a shout-out to?
2: If you have any other questions about business or even personal credit as it relates to your business, reach out to me. Webinars at nav.com comes directly to me. So just webinars at nav.com. And I'm more than happy to, to make sure you get an answer and, and get, get some direction to what your challenge may be.
1: Awesome. And is there anything else you'd like to add that I didn't think to ask you?
2: Yeah, so we do want to offer uh, your podcast listeners uh, a free premium NAV account. So you can sign up for a basic free NAV account like you checked out, and that doesn't require any credit card to sign up. It's just nav.com. Uh, but we will also upgrade you to a month of premium, which will give you in-depth reports on your businesses. And that is at nav.com slash free account. And then just put in the coupon code podcast, and uh, we'll we'll upgrade you and let you see even more details on your business credit
1: very cool well thank you so much for taking time to be on the show i learned a whole bunch of new things and lots of great information Listeners, I just rolled out a new program for business owners looking to systemize their company in 30 days or less. If you're feeling overwhelmed and overworked in your business, this program is for you. We work side-by-side or Zoom-by-Zoom to actually get systems created so you leave with the work done. Just go to nancygaines.com to learn more or send me an email, nancy at nancygains.com. If you loved our show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And until next time, go out
0: and gain the advantage you've been listening to the nancy Gaines show where you can gain the advantage to schedule a vip strategy day or speed consulting session with nancy connect with her on her website nancygains.com that's nancy g-a-i-n-e-s.com on twitter nancy l Gaines, and on linkedin nancy gains be sure to check back on nancy's website for new episodes Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.